Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the uh, Wealth Coffee Chats today. Um, I'll just fix my camera up a bit maybe, not in shot. How is everyone? Uh, hope you're doing well. I'm uh, Sam Saggett, filling in for Jason Witten, who is traveling at the moment. He's um, out and about in Japan, which is exciting. Beautiful country. He's doing some... Uh, Things over there, both business-wise, but also personal travel, which is nice. So, hopefully, he's having a good old-fashioned time traveling around, seeing some interesting things. Certainly, think some of my best bucket list moments have been inside uh, the travels of Japan, going to uh, sumo matches and things like that. Such a great culture. Morning. Uh, it looks like we've got Allison here. Hey, Allison, thank you for coming along. Um, you, I know, are the number one regular. Um, and uh, thank you for coming the other night to to mentoring live. That was awesome. And Alison even did a bus trip about uh, three weeks ago. Found herself uh, helping out, um, doing as much as she could. So uh, we'll just wait a few more minutes and we'll get everyone going. Wealth Coffee Chat is the name of the show. It's where we uh, have a little cup of coffee and uh, wake up a bit, talk about real estate, talk about what's in the news, um, discover some ideas around wealth creation, idea of uh, psychology, philosophy, but also also evidence that uh, works inside of the real estate market. So we're going to uh, today go over a few things which I've um, put together and hopefully uh, it'll make a little bit more sense when it comes to navigating your way through this journey, which is property investment. I've been involved in property since I was 18. Um and uh, I'm 48, so a very long time to be part of this property market uh, world. And uh, there's usually not something I haven't seen. And if I don't know the answer, there's usually someone I can uh, ring straight away to find the answer when it comes to real estate. So welcome aboard. We've got uh, Dave in. Uh, we got Sharon. Hey, Sharon. we got uh, Ricky Smith. Wow, that's a cool name. Ricky Smith. Welcome aboard, Ricky Smith. Wiley McNee, um, awesome to have you tuning in. For you guys from work tuning in, which is great. So yeah, today we're going to uh, dig into some, some philosophy, old-fashioned philosophy. So awesome. I got my uh, trucker's hat on. Doesn't really suit my head, the old trucker hat, but uh, this, is, this is our kind of our purpose, we, uh, we love helping people, we love uh, creating beautiful places, and we love also making sure what we do doesn't impact the planet and we leave the world a better place. Today, I'm filling in for Jason. He's over in Japan uh, having a good old-fashioned time, and uh, today I want to talk to you guys little bit about the journey of property investment and the idea of philosophy, how it sort of links together. So I've also worked out, if you tuned in yesterday, you realized I couldn't actually change me and the slides doing this. I was back, I was forward, I was back, I was forward. Uh, so how is everyone this morning? Hope you're doing well. We're going to uh, be together for the next 15 minutes. We're going to talk about 
the idea of philosophy. We're actually going to talk about two things which drive the real estate market. Market is driven effectively by sentiment, and sentiment is really a human emotion. Uh, When people feel scared, they crawl up into a ball, and uh, when people also feel you know, enthused, they'll get out there in the real estate market and throw way too much money at real estate. Today, though, we're going to dig into two concepts in basically philosophy, one known as epistemology, which is the theory of proven knowledge. The other is what is known as agnotology, the deliberate and cultural, uh, basically induced ignorance. And believe it or not, um, this show, and when I watch Jason do this show, he really uh, basically teaches this because what mostly he talks about is fear versus fact. You've probably heard Jason talk about that, fear versus fact. And really, from a um, philosophical point of view, really what we're talking about is epistemology versus agnotology. And uh, it's interesting. It's a very interesting concept because fear does drive human beings. And if they let too much of what is known as agnotology, deliberate or culturally induced fear into their world, they just do not succeed at this thing called property investment. So if you really want to break down how to succeed from property investment, remember there's three stages. We've got the acquisition stage here, and we've got to hold real estate. Then we can live off the income. And as we go through the concept of property investment, it's not a short experience. Really, long-term investment is 21 plus years. During that time, you're going to face both what is known as epistemology and agnotology. Basically, the two work at each other. You constantly get fed news, some of it fake, some of it real. Your job as a property investor is to go the distance. So uh, if you can imagine, it's a bit of a long journey being a property investor. And, And as we know, we get some policy and decision headlines come our way. Uh, Just the other day, we had uh, crazy Anastasia Palaszczuk back with uh, more headlines. Was it actually deliberately said to do something or is it actually going to be a real thing that uh, her government wants to do a rent cap? These are the conversations we have to work through when it comes to real estate investment. It could be Again, uh, you know, media clickbait. It could be inflation. Is that how is that portrayed? Is it is it actually proven and evidence where that came from, or is it uh, basically agnotology, which is the deliberate and or cultural misinformation to people? So think about. There's so much misinformation. Really, when I listen to Wealth Coffee Chats and when I listen to Wealth Wine and Wisdom, what the guys are doing is giving you a lesson on 
avoiding really misinformation to listen to epistemology, which is, of course, real information. And a lot of the time, real information comes from data. We'll have a bit of a look at that. So what happens when uh, we go through this thing and there's too much agnotology, deliberate or cultural, uh, basically, ignorance? We get this thing known as the doom loop. And uh, Jason would coach this by saying, um, you know, fear or fact. Uh, He usually says something like, uh, according to who, according to what, and also what. Have you ever heard Jason sort of say those lines? Because what he is referring to is where is the information coming from? What are the sources? And actually, what is the context of the information? So what is happening in society for the most part at the moment is the mainstream media is, uh, along with government, quite often not providing accurate information. They dream up exaggerated conversation pieces, obviously, to create bait in the marketplace. So there's a lot of distrust at the moment. And really what happens is human beings go and find new sources of information. And right now that is a bit of an epidemic where people are leaving mainstream and going to niche people to listen to. The fact that I'm talking to you today, I would be a niche commentator on the real estate marketplace. And really, probably the difference is over here, you're experiencing agnotology. Over here, we're trying to give you, I can't spell any of this, by the way, epistemology, which is information which is in context and more accurate than the doom loop over here. So uh, hopefully you guys are with me and uh, you're finding uh, this interesting. I might uh, cut back, do a little bit of TV work, um, and then I'll cut back again. Here I am again, and now I've disappeared. Um, So let's try and fix that. Where am I? I shouldn't have done that. Now I can't find my face. All right, well, let's continue on. Um, So uh, hopefully you guys are... Uh, enjoying the show. Have a few more uh, Wealth Coffee time short. So if we think about epistemology, uh, the idea that evidence is investing, evidence is investing. If you go down to a middle ring suburb, buy a beautiful block of land with a character home on it, you're going to make money. There's evidence that that works, epistemology. When it comes to real estate investment, evidence matters. And again, what we tend to use is economics, research, and models that work, models that are evidence-based. So the battle for a property investor is fake news versus evidence. And of course, because human beings are very emotional, they tend to react to a lot of the silly things. 
So economic reports I tend to use are evidence-based. Be Shrapnel, Charter Keck, Urbis, Cordell's, RP Data, SQM. These are all evidence-based uh, resources that I have access to that help me make good decisions inside of the real estate marketplace. And again, um, the the point of the conversation is a lot of people just don't have access to good information. We look at the other sources that we would use here at work. We would use land checkers, BPA town planning, infrastructure Australia, local council, population ID. You guys have seen when Crindle come to mentoring, ABS, councils. This is all facts, facts in real estate. And so what we're trying to do is guide our way through this huge journey of real estate. It takes a long time trying to find facts versus fiction. And uh, it's a big job. So if you think about someone who perhaps buys their first property, what they're actually often doing is uh, they're actually suffering from agnotology, the study of deliberate and con- culturally induced ignorance. So I actually don't know too many people who own their first investment property. Um, I don't know. Put it in the chat if you still own your first investment property or you actually sold it. Anyone want to play? Anyone uh, got their first investment property still? Maybe you just bought one couple of years ago. Maybe you bought one 20 years ago. You no longer own it. Uh, Okay. Well, for the most part, people don't own their first investment property. And the reason is they were a bit ignorant when it came to what they, where they got their information from. People who buy their first property uh, tend to, oh, there you go. Still own it. Tim's probably bought a good one. Shelby sold. There you go. Uh, A lot of people tend to buy in their own backyard when they buy their first property. They're usually based on some sort of money fear. They don't really know a lot about money. They have a bit of a stab in the dark. They generally buy on enthusiasm rather than economic logic. And often it's gut feel. So where this comes from is usually mum, dad, you know, have a go, buy around the corner, that kind of thing. It's, it's cultural ignorance that quite often drives people into their first investment. For a lot of people, their first investment is not the investment they end up keeping, which, uh, which is interesting. So uh, here I am again. I found myself. Hey, I'm back. So I won't do that again, the switch. So agnotology, government. Now, I woke up last well, two weeks ago and uh, turned on the news and the headline was, we're going to war with China in three years. Nelly spat my coffee out of my mouth. I was like, what? Who the hell's going to war with China in three years? What a thing to say. And it's quite interesting. Um, perhaps this was a piece of government propaganda agnotology, obviously 
doesn't make uh, anyone feel good. Australia facing threat of war with China and within three years. We're like, well, wow, where did this come from? Obviously, two weeks later, we got this. Government signs AUKUS deal, uh, $300 billion worth of subs. So we might see that the government actually came up with a bit of fear. So they were selling some fear before they created the news around obviously signing a $300 billion sub deal. Now, today is not a discussion whether that's right or wrong around the sub deal. It's more the process of what happens through government. Government will create agnotology. They'll throw fear out. Um, there may be some, some, you know, 1% truth to the fact we're going to war with China in three years. Don't know if that's a very good idea or not. But the point of the conversation is two weeks later, oh, we're going to save you now. We've, uh, we've bought these submarines, which um, is interesting. Now I'm already seeing headlines around submarine suburbs. Next hotspot, submarine suburbs. Uh, you might sort of obviously be feeling the pinch of inflation now. The agnotology around inflation is it's supply chains, it's, uh, you know, point the finger somewhere else from government. Actually, what has caused inflation is the increased level of supply of money through government. Government caused inflation. So they're not going to say they caused inflation. They're going to point you in different directions that, uh, sure, haven't helped the cause, but the root cause of inflation, we all learnt this when we went to high school. We studied modern history and we learnt after World War I, the German government printed a lot of money. What did it do? Created inflation. So we're uh, basically sold ignorance and what we need to look for is fact. The conversation today. Agnotology in the media. We can see real estate headlines. Here's one from, I don't know, two weeks ago. The Australian real estate in a property bubble. Property bubble is basically a meltdown. If uh, something goes into a bubble, it collapses. And so you've got uh, the media here creating some clickbait on purpose, on purpose. Why? Because it sells. Truth of the matter, if we want to look at some facts, we can go to the sources I've just showed you. These companies spend all day, every day, working in the real estate community, these ones. We can go to them as a source and we can see, actually, the real estate market is now trending back up in value. First time um, since it's trended down in value. So maybe we've reached the bottom of the market and we're starting to see some nominal gains. Does that look like a bubble? No. Uh, if we use epistemology, we can see that the late payments for home loans at the moment is basically around 1% of all stock on the market is running late with their property home loans. So that's typically been like that 
if you uh, look at the timeline for a very, very long time. We, however, look at when there was a real estate bubble, and we use the USA, for example, we can see that home loan default rates were at around 14% at that period of time. So obviously, we're not in a bubble. We're nowhere near a bubble. It's just agnotology culturally or deliberately induced ignorance or fear put into the marketplace. Why? Because it sells media. And uh, I know you guys know this stuff. I just thought I would uh, take some time to actually point out the philosophy behind it. And uh, obviously, your job is to ignore media bias steer clear of sensationalism, uh, understand context and the lack of, and obviously understand commercial interests from government and also private businesses. All right, that's it from me today. Um, I hope that was uh, helpful. Hope you enjoyed that. Um, let me know in the chat if you thought that was okay. It's probably back to Jason next week, so you can... Uh, have your main man back and of course uh, he's always full of great information so thank you for joining me today and uh, I hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day and a beautiful weekend so thanks again Um, I'll uh, call it quits now catch you next time